SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, folks, here we go. It's hour number two of Sportsbook Radio on Sirius 204 Sportsbook Radio Network. Thrilled to be with you on AM 1400 KSHP. That's where Stevie Slapshot's hanging out. I'm Brian Blessing out at Sunset Station in Henderson. Andy Isco is here. Good fun with Andy at hour number one. Chuck Esposito will be popping into the equation here momentarily as we get ready to race into the weekend. Good crowd in the book here. At Sunset Station, big day of horse racing. Day before the Preakness, you got the Black Eyed Susans coming up later this afternoon. The big twin queue at Stations Casinos. And, of course, we've got the Preakness tomorrow. By the way, Baffert, Andy, <laughs> he's got the horse to beat in the, in the Black Eyed Susans today. Ay, ay, ay. Oh, imagine the, the reaction there. Stewards are going to be busy. Wow, um, brother. Uh, so, yeah, Baffert's going to be front and center this weekend. The problem is he's going to be nowhere to be found. He's not going there. He's, uh, um, he's, uh, uh, low he's, profile this weekend. Low profile. Must be nice. Sit home and He wants to try and be on his best behavior, and his best behavior is away from the track, apparently. Yeah, see, I mean, honestly, I mean, we can make the snarky jokes and everything, but that's the price, right? I mean... Business-wise, life will likely go on for him, and he'll continue to get the best horses in the world. Well, he's that, got is, the good... that is assuming he doesn't get something like a year-long suspension, which would make yeah. him ineligible for the Triple Crown races next year, and the owners will be looking elsewhere. That's the concern that's I a think fair, that have. That's, it's a fair concern. I, I don't know. I don't, don't know. They, know I don't, know, I don't because, know. They dropped the anvil on him that hard. Well, he's he's so important to the sport that yeah. that may be affecting their decisions, and it depends upon how they are able to get around not uh, imposing a hefty suspension. But of course, first we have to have uh, you know a second test that uh, what comes is, back what, uh, positive Brian, can before uh, explain anything to like that's a me. What's taking so long? Uh. I don't get uh, it. I don't understand why the first one took so long to come out after the Derby. Well, the cynical people would say they're trying to get their story all together and consistent. Because you you raise a very valid point. Well, if because if had the result of that test come out Sunday or Monday, Mandaloon who may get bumped up to have won the Derby would have kept the triple crown in place. Yeah. Now you're going to pull the welcome mat underneath all this thing. What if this horse wins again and what's the triple crown? And then we go, I mean, we're talking about the reaction at Pimlico. You've been there. I don't Bruce Marshall, our pal's gone to how many Belmonts? You imagine the New York crowd. Oh, what if the results come back tomorrow morning and he gets that and it comes back negatively how? in a negative sense, meaning he tests positive well, the second test well, and they have to they... scratch him before he gets to the gate. How could they do that to themselves? That, that that result would come on the morning of the thing. You can't make this up. I guess they you must use the NHL playbook. Yeah. yeah. Amen to that. So listen, 
Let's check Esposito's here. We get a chance to, wow, we, we get the crowbar. I mean, I, we're thrilled. You, we, we got you here. You, I mean, usually you get stuff to take care of, and you come in, but we can do the grand welcome right out of the gate. Good to see you. I love it. Oh, there you go, Steve. That a boy. Don't do it. Here it comes. <laughs> no, we're good. I oh, gave him it? one. Yeah. yeah, season's over for the Hawks. I'm good. Just, just one. Uh, it's good to be on with you boys. I thought I thought the song was coming. That's what That's I thought. Right. All good. All good stuff. Speaking of, the second season's about to begin. We'll get into it that in the tough. next segment, but Stanley Cup playoffs are going to be wild. The Golden Knights in action. Uh, Sunday. Sunday at noon. Odd time. It is, but uh, hey, they got to play. You know, it's uh, probably not the ideal opponent for them based on what happened during the regular season. But the Stanley Cup playoffs are just phenomenal. We've got so many things on the board and great time to have the mobile app. And um, it's going to be fun. You know, I think about 9,000 people in T-Mobile, which is nice. And uh, they're going to have their their work cut out for them playing against the Wild. Okay. And just for the folks here in, well, everywhere, because if you're betting on this, but the, the update from practice this morning, no Pacioretty, no Tuck, no Martinez, no, we knew it was out, and that meant uh, that Yanmark's up on the first line. Stevenson, Yanmark, and Stone, Carlson, March, so Smith, Waugh, Colasar, and Coglin. What? Coglin on the third line? Now, is this just for game one or beyond? Oh, I'm sure it's just, uh, game it's just one. for game one, but the, well, we said there was a, a massive fear if Pacioretty wasn't good enough to go in the big game with Colorado. And, oh, by the way, the Avs win the President's Trophy. They are the first, number less one. Less wins than the Knights. Yes. Well, Vegas won so many right. games in OT. So the Avs had yep. the tiebreaker. That was actually a little dramatic last night. You had the, you know, the Kings, like, fourth-string goaltender. He looked like Dominic Hasek's nephew for about well, nothing for 20 a, for minutes. For a while, yeah. About 20 minutes. We were it? all talking about it. Oh, looking that's at funny. It. Can they hold on? And with a, with a whisper, it was like, Nope. No. Nuh-uh. Well, in-game wagering, right? It's amazing. They were minus like four sixty. That right? Yeah, about that, right, Stevie? About minus four forty, four sixty for the game, and then they were down one, and Colorado was minus a dollar sixty. I know some guys like I'll take a carry, take a crack at that one. In-game wagering, the game is never over even after it starts. We're at Sunset Station in the STN Sports Studios. Coming back to Vegas in a moment. We got to say hi to Stevie too. It is Sportsbook Radio Series 204, Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. When you're sick, you call a doctor. When your pipes break... You call a plumber and win, you're ready to win. You keep it right here. For sports gaming strategies and information, experts. It's a thing. The home of the winning edge. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. All right, back from the STN Sports Studios at Sunset Station in Henderson, Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Brian Blessing with Chuck Esposito and Andy Isco from The Logical Approach. We're here. Stevie's back in studio. I did not mean to... Well, I said hi to you when you, when you, kissed up the Chuck with the goal horn. <laughs> but how you doing, buddy? We're all we're all good. I want to. Oh, you 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 know. By the way, you're going to be on a roll. 
I talked to Pat yesterday, our buddy Pat McAlady from Minnesota. You kiss up to him. So the Golden Knights are playing the Wild. So you're going to get 10 days to two weeks of kissing up to Pat McAlady. So, you know, Chuck's going to be jealous in a couple of days when he hears no, you. No, he won't. When no. he hears you drooling I, over Micheletti so on the radio. Here's, here's the deal. Wow. I, I happen to like good people. Chuck Esposito and Pat Micheletti are good people. I like them both. Or you get, 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 find something else. Anyway, hey, uh, <laughs> Chuck, I agree with you, Stevie. Thank you. He went right at you today. Give it back to him. Thank you. Hey, Chuck, I wanted to ask you real quick. He talked about Coughlin practicing on the third line. This Dylan Secura, and I know it's just a couple of games, and, he, and San Jose wasn't trying all that. I like his release, and he's, he, he was with the Hawks. What do you know about him? I, I think this kid could, could be a scorer. You know, th- that's the key. The, the entire time he was with the Hawks, that's all I heard is that, you know, he could be a scorer. He's got this potential. He's great at practice. He was great in the spring. He was great in the offseason. But he could never get off the schneid. He could never really – his game never translated to the next level. And I think that's why they eventually moved him. Um, I I heard all positive stuff, read a a lot of positive articles about him. But it was that big potential, could, we expect – and it just never happened. So maybe now playing on a night team that that has more balance and and has uh you know is, has a better four lines than that young hawk team did. Maybe his game will you know he'll find his game and he can become a little bit more of a scorer, which they're which they're desperately going to need. Correct. Pacioretty's out. All right, that's all I had. No, <laughs> uh, you got good more. stuff. No, 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 no. Don't think you don't think you're done that easily. We got serious prices in hockey. I just want to see. I know what's happened all around the hockey globe. I just got to see something here real quick. All right. Man, you guys did it too. Well, not you, the betting market. The abs are minus 425 against St. Louis. You know, I think you, you can make a case that, you know, they're the best team in the league. And uh, I think it's. You know, you look at St. Louis, and it took them till so late to uh, to kind of hold off Arizona in that spot. And um, they had a you know up and down season for the most part. I had some struggles last year after winning the Cup the year before. Um, you know, it might be a little high, but I think you look at this Avalanche team if they're healthy and with McKinnon back now, um, they're a super fast team. They're good on they're good on both ends of the ice with McCarr and 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 McKinnon. I just think they're a really really good team and. They were there was a reason that um, they're the favorite to win the cup. I mean, you win the President's Trophy and uh, just the balance that they bring and the speed the to one, me is the big difference. The one thing I will say, and, and you know, fans won't like this hearing this around here, and they may be that good, but the thing in this goofball season, Chuck, the bottom and Andy and Stevie, the bottom part of the West is hot garbage. You know, like how good are these guys? You racked up a lot of points. It's not like you went around the league. Yeah, hey, you were competing for the President's Trophy. Well, you weren't going around the league, and you weren't going to Tampa, and you weren't going to Nashville, and you weren't going to Carolina, and then you didn't have a three-game trip 
and you know have to play the Devils and the Islanders in the rain. It was not a hockey season. It was a goofball season. But that's, that's the same true thing for, for all everybody, divisions. right? I mean, uh, Toronto, uh, Carolina, Florida, Tampa, Pittsburgh. They they never had to come play Vegas multiple times. They or never Colorado. had to come play Colorado multiple it. times. So it, that was across the board. I mean, I think you just looked at divisions. I mean, you think about uh, Carolina, Florida, and Tampa being in the same division, uh, having to play each each other eight times. Um, so I mean, if if you're you're if you're not playoff ready, having to play each of those two teams, if you were Tampa, eight sixteen games of your schedule was was against Carolina and Florida. Uh, I, I think you make a case that some of those teams maybe had a tougher schedule because of the way the division w- was kind of set up. But hey, you beat the teams in front of you. This is the structure. They reseed afterward. There's going to be four teams that advance to the final four. Ultimately, now you want to win the West if you're Vegas or Colorado. Okay. By the way, um, for the folks around the country, and and we know what happened on the mask front yesterday. Vegas, basically, when you walk in now, the masks are not required. So we're all, you know, we're turning a corner and knock on wood, everything keeps going the right way. Hey, look, man, I'm reading this. I'm like, unless it's written this way, you talk about a level of arrogance. Where the hell does the NHL get off with this one? The NHL has told the Canadian government that it needs an answer on the Stanley Cup playoffs coronavirus-related border travel issue by June 1. I think they got bigger fish to fry than guys skating around on frozen water. The NHL is calling the government. We need we need your answer. It's not about you guys. Let me tell you. And Our buddy Cam Stewart, I mean, people I know, I know a lot of people. They're still stuck in their apartments. They're in lockdown. They can't. Much bigger issues, of course. It has nothing to do with hockey in the border. I mean, let's cut to the chase. The North winter is going to come down south to the border. That's what's going to happen. It, it has to. That's the only explanation, I think, at this point, and really the only option. And hence, did you factor that stuff into futures? That you know, you can look at point structures and all this other stuff. But look at now, Vegas is going to have 9,200 fans at the games. Uh, Florida, Florida uh, basically, they said you know they're up in the ante too in terms of Colorado. I watched their broadcast last night. I think they're up to 9,000 yep. too. So the Canadian teams are a going to be playing in neutral sites and then playing on the road against hostile fans. And honestly, depending where the team lands, the neutral site game. The home team is the team, if anybody, or I mean the, the visiting team, their fans would be the ones that would be much easier for them to travel to the games there. The, the North winners playing road games the rest of the way. Yeah, I mean, think about it last year, though. Edmonton, the bubble was in Edmonton. They got beat in the first round by a Chicago team that wasn't even supposed to be in the postseason. So hockey, more than any other sport, we, we talk about first the home ice advantage and, and what it means. But anytime you, you're up against a goalie that can stand on his head, they can steal a series, a game, maybe even a cup, um, it definitely hurts the Canadian team. But, hey, it's one team, mm-hmm. and uh, they're going to be in the Final Four. And even for, for the Canadian hockey fan, I mean, the fact that they're going to have one in the Final Four, and you've got a really talented team in Toronto and, and, and I think Winnipeg and, uh, and Edmonton at the top that any one of those teams could advance to the next round. It would be a huge upset, but it's a blood rival, Andy, a hot goalie, and, it, you know, the Leafs have been on easy street for a long time. I mean, I, I think Toronto gets through, but I w- wouldn't rule out Montreal giving them a tussle. 
No, not at all. Look, there's a lot of pressure on Toronto. This has been a team that has underachieved for quite a number of seasons. There's always a lot of hype up in uh, uh, Toronto before the start of a season. Now, this may be, now, of course, if they win this year, everybody will say, well, but it was an unusual season, but that's, that doesn't matter. The point is that this may be their best chance uh, to uh, finally make it through. Have they jumped in on series prices? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, you've seen some play on them across the board. I think really in the in the North Division too, Edmonton comes in playing really well. And as I alluded to earlier, they got knocked out last year in the first round against Chicago. Um, McDavid had that the scoring record this year. I mean, I think Edmonton's a team that can win the North. I think this is kind of the year that maybe they take the next step. But Toronto offensively is really, really good, and both those teams can score. Edmonton can play some D. Who can play D is right. probably. Yeah, I said it. And, 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 and honestly, who's grittier? Because you can have a boatload of skill. You, you start getting punched in the Adam's apple every night. Who can right. fight through that? Well, I think the important thing is, again, guys, is that all these teams played each other eight times. You're used to playing each other about half that amount. So from the chippiness and the famili- familiarity, they, they know it. So it's going to be fun watching the way this unfolds. And that's what's going to make the semifinals and finals extremely exciting because nobody will have seen each other. All right. we got to take a timeout up against a break. Coming back with Chuck Esposito, Andy Isco, Stevie Slapshot. Glad you're with us. Series 204, Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. When you're a true player, you look for every advantage you can get. Congratulations. You just found it. The winning edge. Sports gaming strategies and information you won't find anywhere else. 24 hours a day. Seven days a week. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. All right, back with you here. Sportsbook Radio, Brian Blessing, Chuck Esposito, Andy Esco. Stevie getting snarky back in the studio, you know, how how tough you get with 20 miles between us. No, no. Okay. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. You know, you're, you're giving yeah. me grit. Yeah, you need grit and in, in snark in the playoffs. You're 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 over the top on thinking it's it's going to put put a team over the top. My our, my point with them Vegas all along has been collectively the offense can't get hold. Of course you need grit. I never said you don't need grit. Look at uh, St. Louis. Their fourth line won the Stanley Cup. Chuck, you had you had your Blackhawks. I mean, they weren't wallflowers. Yeah, Kane Taves, but you had some tough guys on that team. You have to. I think Stevie wants to check uh, Double B into the boards, man, at some point today. I, no, I'm sitting no, there minding my own business. Mr. Innocent. Throwing him out of the gate. He dropped the gloves before the faceoff happened today. I got this sandpaper tip jar in the studio here. You guys have been giving it to me all year long. I'm, and and I'm just I'm just saying that the Knights are really really good. They've got a lot of good. I think the one thing, and we talk about scoring, but you the, part of the scoring is getting those you know leftover pucks in the blue paint. You got to be gritty and uh, get down there and shove those home. Okay, Dad, you're gonna get your wish. You want grit? I mean, here's your bottom six: Colasar, Carrier, Brian Reeves are in there. So you got your sandpaper. Or when, when's the red light coming on? And Patrick Brown. Yeah. Did you notice him? Uh, yeah, Brown, huh? Brown Center in the floor. I got no problem. But, but it isn't it is funny though, right? I mean, like anything, any 
when the injury bug bites, it bites. It and it, it seems like there's a, a snowball effect. It's part of it happens all, to everybody. all sports, though. And, you know, you always want to say, um, you know, the team that kind of has that swagger and is playing really well, but is also the healthiest at the end of the season. They say that almost every year in the NFL. You look at who wins the Super Bowl. It's a team that inevitably is in uh, the top three as far as injury avoidance to key players. I think the I, same is true in baseball, too, isn't it, Andy? The, 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 uh, the World Series winner normally is one of the healthier teams in the league? It is, but b- baseball is a little different because you could have guys missing a month. And, you know, you're talking about, especially if it's a starting pitcher, that could have a significant difference because he's only going to be there 30, 35 times. You could fill in for that. But I know that it does occur very often. Often in the NFL, that uh, uh, amongst the teams that win, uh, you're usually amongst the top two or three avoiding. I think the good thing for for VGK is that you've got two goaltenders that can really stand on their head. That these guys can understand the dynamic and what they're up against, and and knowing that they're a little bit injured right now, and can be unbelievable. I still think we have the best duo in the league. Um, I know last year it was really Leonard's. That was DeBoer's guy. I, I have to wonder how much of a true timeshare it's going to be this year and, and how they roll them out because Flurry had a phenomenal year. You look at the six shutouts, um, the stretch when, when Leonard wasn't playing and what he did uh, and the way the team plays in front of him. Um, anxious to see, really, guys, how it plays out. I think for me it's going to be way more of a true split, um, but I could be wrong. That is a big topic. Steve Carp, Vegas Hockey Hotline, will have that for you on Serious 204, we're going to be doing a Light the Lamp playoff podcast, myself and Cam Stewart. And on Serious 204 Sports Grid Radio Network, midnight, Saturday, Sunday, 7 a.m., we'll do our playoff previews for you right here on Serious 204. In that vein, last year, the goaltending thing with Vegas, it was, I couldn't decide what the better name was. All my goalies, or as the goalie turns, it was a soap opera. It, it was, but by postseason, they had decided who was the star of that soap opera. Well, they didn't. They didn't because they came back for training camp, and all of a sudden, mysteriously, like Flurry was nicked up, and then then the the DeBoer that thing, you know, with Alan Walsh that served. That is not. At the moment, this is not an issue. By the way, did anybody happen to notice the other night that game was won? They had to allow three or less goals, and Vegas would win the Jennings Trophy. Leonard, uh, in San Jose, the goalie doesn't backup goalie doesn't sit on the bench. He's in like a down the end. They open that door. Leonard beat the team to flurry. He was like the second guy got the flurry. Big hugs and high fives, and then. I'm wondering if Leonard's not tipping a hander because I think the rotation's in play. I think uh, Flurry starts game one, and you could use the rotation. But in terms of harmony and peace, this was Leonard's tweet yesterday. It's an honor to be able to play with and get to know Mark, a fun prize for us to win together with the hard work of our entire team. Been really cool to see the special season Mark has had, and I believe that's where the Vesna belongs now the fun begins. That's from Robin Leonard. And then a little later on, he says, this is as the Avs won the game against the Kings. He tweets out, it was my fault. We are not president trophy winners, but I'm going to blame the L.A. Kings for it. Makes me feel a bit better, you know, with a little uh, smiley crying emoji. They have a bright future with Cal Peterson. So the, I think Leonard... 
is he, is he throwing it out there? He, he knows, and maybe deservedly so, he's, he'd be good if with if Flurry is named the guy. It seems like a peace and harmony thing, and those two guys are on the same page. So the soap opera doesn't appear that it's going to be a soap opera. Well, I think what he's saying is is the inevitable. I think what we've all seen, that the year that Flurry had, he deserves uh, to be that guy. I mean, I don't think there's any question. I mean, the only reason I'm saying it, I see more of a timeshare is because that has been DeBoer's pattern. And even mm-hmm. last year, how it we thought it would be more, and it was really uh, Leonard. But Leonard started the big game. I know. It was his turn, which makes me say, yes, Flurry obviously has earned the right to start the first game. But that doesn't mean if he wins the first game, he's playing the second. I do believe the rotation's a possibility. I do out of too. the gate. I don't necessarily agree with it. Nor I, but, but, but it's I, a possibility. I, yeah, it is. It is. I just hope that they have it internally decided, have decided what's going to be the if there is a rotation or not, what the plan is going to be. The worst thing you could have at this time is any uncertainty, distractions. Or I don't think they have a plan. I have to. I have to hope that they do. I mean, if they have a true rotation, say they that that is what they're feeling, the direction they're going to head. I mean, they were three and five against Minnesota this year. Um, two of their wins were in overtime. They easily could have been one and seven. It's a team they've really struggled with, not only this year but in their history. Flurry goes out and shuts them out in game one. It's awfully hard not to play them in game two. So. In my opinion. Uh, the funny thing is because you always have to, like sports wagering, you better have the ability and the want and will to look down the road and take the blinkers off. And you still have $12 million worth of goalies and Flurry showing no signs of slowing down. But pending how this all plays out in the next couple of weeks or significantly longer, the big picture is Leonard's the younger guy. He's got term, and Flurry could run for mayor. It's right. There's still a big picture I, in play. I, if, if I'm Flurry now, with what happened last year, God, you you've got to be juiced. I mean, you got to feel like, hey, I'm going to start game one, and I is this could be me. This I could win this cup for this team. He's good enough. He, you know, I, I think from a motivational standpoint with what happened last year and, you know, all the rumblings in the offseason about potentially being dealt and then when it didn't happen, the organization saying all the right things, him and Leonard and DeBoer saying all the right things, I'm a highly motivated number 29 right now. I, I just think if he goes out and, and has a great game between the pipes game one, I think it's awfully tough not to play him in game two. I just want to ask you, because Andy and I, in the first hour, we were talking about just the Stanley Cup playoffs and you know where it ranks and my favorite things. I I cannot wait, and it doesn't matter if you have a dog in the fight, and it doesn't matter who's playing. I don't, you know, if it's Nashville in Carolina and it's on, I'm in. I'm watching it. But when a Stanley Cup game goes to overtime, You're as God there as God is my winner. I mean, you know. The Derby, right? Hey, two minutes. They're the fastest two minutes. Is there anything better? Like, even if you don't have a dog in the fight or you don't have a bet on the game, to sit down and watch Stanley Cup playoff overtime when it can end any second and what these guys put themselves through to get there? There isn't anything better. And if if you happen to have a dog in the fight, it is not good for your heart. 
I mean, overtime hockey. It is just unbelievable, um, you know, what you go through back and forth. Um, I think it's tremendous, you know, how, how it could be questioned um, by uh, a certain announcer. <laughs> I think it was last year is, is beyond me. Uh, it's the most exciting thing in all of sports. It really is. I mean, and you're absolutely right. You don't have to have a dog in the fight. It's just looking at these guys, and when they go to that fourth period and fifth period and potentially a sixth period, I mean, they are laying it all out there. And what it means to the team that wins and what it means to the team that loses is so dramatically Hockey different. Hockey is the one sport in overtime that ends instantaneously. I mean, in football, you could have a, a, a game-ending play, but you see the ball floating down the field. You get time, a long fly ball to the outfield. Is it going to be a home run? In hockey, it's over in a flash, So more hey, often than not. Andy, I haven't had the fun uh, in a decade, but I know like when the Sabres were in the play, you're outside, you know, commercials and intermissions, and you're walking You're pacing. Around. It's like you're in the maternity yeah, ward, yeah. right? It's insane. And then, okay, I've not been involved, but in recent years, I could just tell you, Texting this guy here, <laughs> or getting the text from him and his kid, like if the Blackhawks score, you can you can see the print on the text that there's you know his hands thumb was shaking when he typed it. You can see the typos were, uh, in 15 when you know they had some games that went into overtime and oh my god, I mean I, I told Brian I said when they win it in overtime, I can't sleep. When they lose it in overtime, I can't sleep. <laughs> when it's the playoffs, but it's just that feeling in watching it is just. Crazy fun. Most exciting thing in sports. All right, we're going to come back, talk about the week one NFL lines, get the, the take from Chuck on how the players are attacking the NFL numbers. Coming back to Vegas shortly. When you're a winner, you get good at spotting. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. And we're glad to be with you from Sunset Station Sportsbook Radio, Sirius Channel 204, SportsGrid Radio Network, AM 1400 KSHP, top of the hour. Scott Farrell's joining. I was on with Scott last night. Uh, a couple of chuckles there. He's a big hockey nut. We had a fun hockey chat uh, with Scott last night. He's coming up top of the hour. Steve Carp, Vegas, with us in studio, KSHP.com. Listen live function, and we've got Vegas Hockey Hotline. We'll do our playoff preview for you uh, locally at the top of the hour. All right, so we're out here with Chuck and Andy, and we've got the Black Eyed Susans this afternoon. Tomorrow's the Preakness, second jewel of the Triple Crown. But it's a big weekend, and it's funny, Steve Carp and I were we're over in the book. Chuck, you're a smart guy, man. I mean, you're you're an industry leader. I love horse racing so much. I used to, I mean, I used to work in it and then you sit there and go what they're doing. All right, it's Pimlico's day in the sun. I mean, California does this nonsense all the time. Belmont and Pimlico is the spring in the latch at the exact same time. I mean, how stupid can you be? Look at that. There's 21 minutes to post. Okay, we're going to move our post time three minutes. How, how can you run run these races at the exact same time? You're the two major tracks on the East Coast. And they, it's like. You can only scratch your head so I, much. I, you're, it's, you really, it's incredible to me. Anyway, you can win a lot of money. With the two dollar wage, the twin Q today. Yeah, <laughs> he's shaking his head. He's right. It's like my, I, you're like, oh my goodness, good lord, somebody please wake up, smell the coffee. The twin Q today's five thousand. Tomorrow it's ten, but today will be the Black Eyed Susans, 
and then a 14-horse field turf race, race 13, at Pimlico today. And the players gravitate to that. So we're out at Sunset Station today, but you can go to any of the station's properties right. around town and get involved with the Twin Q. Absolutely. I mean, we love when the guests, you know, give, be able to give something back to the race guests. Uh, don't forget with all the races this weekend, not the Twin Q, you have to come into our books, but uh, you can sign up for the SDN mobile account and get the race element as well, which is really popular. We saw a huge uptick, um, you know, uh, a, a, as people started coming back, signing up for race as well, just having that piece of it. So um, we, we know the books will be a, a little bit crowded tomorrow and a little bit longer lines because of the Preakness. Um, so get signed up for STN mobile, a sports end of it up to a hundred dollar uh bonus and for a fifty dollar deposit you get that kind of little cool little uh black that's, hat that's here nice that's sports hat that teaser's wearing yeah, so it's, it's kind of cool it's a swank lid there's no getting around that swank <laughs> i yeah. like it yeah no it's well done all right andy we did the nfl chatter in the yeah you know first we didn't segment, get a chance in the a little first bit. hour but the first you know what game would you most like to have seen as a primetime game in week one for me love to have seen a rematch of that playoff game between Pittsburgh and Cleveland. When Cleveland totally destroyed Pittsburgh and they've been waiting seven, eight months for the rematch and Cleveland's... You're talking the did. Thursday night game? It uh, probably would have been the Sunday night game because Thursday night you, you knew Tampa was going to host somebody and Monday night uh, I think uh, we knew that the Raiders were I think were the Sunday-Monday game is just a, a replay of what they mm-hmm. had proposed you know, in 2020, yeah. giving SoFi and Allegiant Stadium kind of the, the first crack at uh, unveiling their new stadiums on prime time. I'm going to miss the doubleheader on Monday night. So I was, gonna, I was going to ask you exactly that. Well done, Andy. Um, you put two half-wits together, you get a full wit. Because if you're reading my mind, you better go get an optometrist. I was looking at the pictures. <laughs> Steve and I are leaving. <laughs> so we lose the Monday night doubleheader in week one, which is cool. But I and I know there are those that have said, "Oh, I'd love the double header every man." It's like, wait a minute, you know, like for us out here, a lot of people aren't out of work. You know, that's a special thing; it's a one-off. But the books love it because big handle games. But you lose that Monday double header. But Chuck, you'll make it on the back end because I guess basically what they did because with week seventeen and eighteen now, uh, later in the year you're getting a Saturday ESPN double header. So. You'll get it back on the back end. You get a big Saturday at the end of the year. Yeah, guys, and we've talked about it. There's such a correlation between these primetime games and and wagering and and uh, so much more wagered on those games that hey, any of those isolated games just draw so much added attraction that having these spread out and having some later in the year as well is great. I think the schedule is so intriguing. Week one. I mean, you've got Sam Darnold going up against the New York Jets and and Zach Wilson. You've got potentially. Um, Tua against Mac Jones. Um, you've got, you know, the Bears and, and Rams who have played four straight times to four straight unders over the last four years playing again. How and does Matt that Stafford, work? Honestly, how does that work? And Matt Stafford, his first game out west, it has to be against a defense he's familiar with. Um, Jared Goff, who does he play? The 49ers, who he's played, you know, for, for since he's been in, in, in the league. Um, how about... The Jacksonville Jaguars, worst team in the league, first pick in the draft, new coach, Trevor Lawrence, and their favorites on the road. Wait, I don't you, think that's ever happened that I can remember. We talked about the game in the first hour, and I'm sitting I I love the Miami uh, game against with the, the Patriots. Against under. Patriots, yeah. It was 21-11 in the opener. It's the exact same game I think is going to be played. But I'm sitting there going, and the other game I'm sitting there, I'm staring at, I can't pry my eyes away from 
And Houston, Houston is an absolute derailed train. I like Houston plus the points. Tyrod Taylor gets the start. They're sick of hearing this all year long. And you got a rookie making his first start on the road. Jacksonville's going to have a, a lot of changes there, so you don't know. I, I think the um, uh, the Cleveland-Kansas City game is an intriguing game. Um, how about the, the Packers at the Saints? So we know it's no Drew Brees. It conceivably could be no Aaron Rodgers. We don't know for sure. There are some places that have that, and tell, I think it's telling, have the Saints as a two-and-a-half to three-point home favorite in a game that you would think that at the worst it would be Pickham and more likely with if Rodgers is certainly going to play for the Packers, they'd be a slight favorite in that game. Right. So the the other game that telling. really stands out to me, and it is the Aaron Rodgers factor, it's Denver at the Giants. Yeah. Because if there isn't that rumor or that potential for a trade – there is no way Denver is a road favorite there. They are a strictly a small road favorite with the anticipation of that potentially being Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion. So I think you look at all these games, and we've already seen a lot of these games bet into. All the Raider games have been up for a while now. Now we can put you know dates and times on these games. Um, it, it was it's fun. I mean, football's never off the the docket. And as soon as that schedule show came out, um, people were looking for this stuff. We had week one up, you know, early the next morning, and it was fun putting those games up but doing exactly what we're doing now talking about how are the guests going to look at it with 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 no breeze and and would rogers be there or not could rogers be in denver um so we're looking at all these things as we put up a number that we hope's a good two-way number but we've seen some well, good action early on based upon your opinion of where rogers is you could get hit with a little parlay action of the broncos and the saints or the giants and the packers if there is no uh, deal made Funny thing, I was just thinking, you know, happens every year. There's always one. Those suicide pools are the last oh, man standing. Crazy. Watch how many people play the Jags in week one. Oh, they're playing Houston. But by the way, hey, they would have won last year if they played the Jags. I, I understand, Chuck, you're a big, powerful person. But this is taking it to the next level. I just realized your Bears are playing the Rams. That is a Sunday night game. So I know you're already making plans. Probably have steak kebabs in the backyard for that game. <laughs> you better get to work right now. To be now. honest, I wish I would be in SoFi for that game. I know it's not going to happen. You know, uh, I'd love to. I went a couple of years ago when they played on a on a Sunday night game. But you know, being week one, uh, it's important to be here and, and be with the guys. And uh, you know, just uh, hope it's a it's a fun Sunday. But I know it always will be. But there's some really really good games. I week think one. Chargers I think at Washington is really extremely intriguing between two teams that I think performed better than anyone expected last year and uh, you got a great young quarterback against a much improved defense uh, very interesting game for week one I think there's a lot of them Andy I really do when you look up and down the board I think the schedule makers did a, a really good job um, but God again I mean you just think if you're Sam Darnold got it you play the Jets week one um, I see that number already starting to tick up um, and you look at uh, a Carolina team that that helped their offensive line in the offseason. Um, you know, if McCaffrey's healthy and you've got Robbie Anderson, who was with the Jets, him and Darnold, that was his number one guy. I think it's a much better Carolina team. And there's going to be a lot of pressure on and this you're, young Jet you're going team and up Zach against Wilson. a rookie quarterback right. and a rookie coaching staff. The funny thing is when the regular season wins came out, and you've had those up for a while, of all the teams, I'm sitting there saying, oh, man, the Texans opening day or the under in the Patriots game with the Dolphins, the team I gravitated to when I looked at the regular season wins, I'm like, Washington. You know, it was over under eight, and now it's it's eight minus $1.35. But that defense is spectacular. That division is ordinary. 
and Ryan Fitzpatrick can win football games. Did that number, did the juice go on that, Chuck, a little it, bit? It has. Well, and it wasn't seven and a half. Was it eight? It was at eight, yeah. The yeah. juice has gone that way. Um, yeah, I think it's tough because you haven't had a repeat champion in that division since I think it was the Eagles in 2003 and four. Yeah. It's been 16 years, which is a, a bizarre stat, yeah. um, thinking about how good some of the teams in that division have been. They had something similar to that with the NFC South for many years with the Atlantas and New Orleans and Carolinas, alternating division winners. So uh, now keep in mind, we're talking now to 17 games schedule so you're asking Washington to go nine and eight and you have to believe in that division I believe the Giants will be improved I believe the Eagles will be considerably down this year I think the Cowboys will be if Dak gets healthy and you you, I mean you had a lot of draft picks on defense uh you know adding Micah excuse me Micah Parsons to the mix I think the Cowboys will be a better team as well oh yeah we were talking about that in the first hour the Thursday night game right now Tampa Bay six and a half at home against Dallas well you know, closely observed Prescott and Elliott uh, for the with the very limited action they'll show in the preseason. Maybe I, I think that's the haters' bowl. It's a, it's, oh, it's Brady, against yeah. America's team and the goat. I've heard more people go, really? You know, but I think it's a great matchup. I mean, you look at an isolated game like that and a total of, of 52, 52 and a half. I can tell you now that, that total is not closing at 52 no. or 52 and a half, guys. Football is never, ever out of sight, out of mind. And it's fun to dive back into it. And I, listen, I, you got to give them full marks without the fans and the whole nine years. But that NFL season, for the most part last year, Chuck, there were a couple of goofball things. The Titans kind of messed things up for a couple of weeks. But they got through it and did a good job. I think this this is going to be an exceptional season. I, I, I think the sport's in a great place. Can't wait. Uh, can't wait. I think college football, too, this year, you'll get a much more standardized schedule with some of those rivalry games that even are out of conference. It, it's great for us. I mean, we love when all the guests come out and enjoy everything we have to. Real quick, again, great time to get signed up for STN Mobile. Don't forget about our kiosks. We are now accepting uh, STN uh, sports account deposits on our kiosk. So another reason to kind of skip the line if you want to run in and make a deposit on your account. So that's available at all of our um, racing sports books as well guys all right buddy so it's gonna be by the way we got a major next week pga we championship do. next week so the we golf do. golf's about to get really nuts i'm by the way i'll be up bright and early tomorrow morning andy <laughs> knows i got eddie pepperell 40 to 1 he's, he's in the <laughs> final group go. he's got the lead so I'll be up yawning and watching and it's golf. It's a very tenuous lead because there are like six or seven oh, it's guys good. one shot back. Oh, the British Masters is a great tournament. And then there's a good tournament this week. These guys are going really low. But they love the majors, Chuck, right? They'll oh, the absolutely. Through the- so much fun. Uh, we adjust after every round, all the props and different things that we'll have on the board. Uh, it just becomes a, a, a big part of what we have to offer on a weekly basis. All right, pal. Listen, always a treat. I know you've got a meeting. you got to skate to. We will see you soon. We'll talk to you Monday. Hope you have Sounds a great, great weekend. You guys too. Andy and I will take you to the top of the hour, which will feature scott farrell on the network and we'll have vegas hockey hotline locally don't forget it's a friday our friends at john smith subs 9701 west flamingo all the subs only six bucks on a friday the six inch subs and on a golden knights game day you wear any hockey gear in there you get 10 percent off your order at john smith subs coming back top of the hour wrap it up on sportsbook radio as we are heading to the weekend sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com
there's listening to Sports Grid, then there's listening to Sports Grid. You know you're doing it right when friends ask you about the week's matchups, the wife is happy, and your teenager regards you with quiet awe. Here's your slippers, Dad. Keep listening to the Sports Grid Radio Network. All right, back in Vegas on Sportsbook Radio, I want to say how happy we are for all the businesses in the Valley and around the country. Uh, but our friends like went over at Oasis, 49.55 South Decatur, you know, full f- flight now. And everybody's in there. And they've done a great job with all the protocols. But happy for a place like that. Great food, great drink in the banquet room. Uh, happy for them. And on the weekend, we want to remind you, if the joint pain's bugging you the all-natural way, you can manage that pain uh, the all-natural way with Uzu CBD Plus and use the promo code BLESSING, 10% off your first order, free shipping orders, of $100 or more at Uzu, Y-U-Z-U, UzuCBDplus.com. All right, Andy Isco's here. Uh, we've got Steve Carp, Vegas Hockey Hotline, locally Scott Farrell's coming up on the network. Uh, Stevie will be along with us, of course, on that. How about you, Mr. Isco? race into the weekend there's a lot on the docket what's caught your fancy well we've got some races in the nba we got the final three uh, days nights of basketball regular season ending on sunday uh lakers uh, we don't know where they're going to finish but they're going to be in uh, one of the playoff games uh, one of the play-in games what do you make of those you know, I wasn't thrilled with the idea when I first heard about it because I wasn't really thinking about it. I'm going to say, oh, it's another gimmick. And the more that I think about it, I'm going to enjoy it. I think it's going to be fun. You're going to have two, uh, you know, basically single elimination games. And keep in mind that uh, there's also a race in uh, for the number one seed. Mm-hmm. The number one seed is going to play in the opening round a team that had to survive two winner your season overs games. So they may be a little bit fatigued. Uh, mentally and uh, uh, physically drained from that. And you've got a nice race in the East in the uh, four, five, and six seats. Andy Isco, the logical approach. Thank you. We love doing this with you on Fridays. I hope you have a great weekend. We'll see it's you next pleasure. week. It's a pleasure. It's a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to a great weekend. And I'll be up early tomorrow rooting for uh, Mr. P- Mr. Pepperell. Eddie Pepperell, you go, baby. I'm, I'm rooting for him hard. That'll be uh, great fun. Don't forget, the weekend's not done for us on Sirius 204 at midnight. Saturday re-airs Sunday morning, 7 a.m. Eastern. Light the lamp. Cam Stewart, Andrew Torres, and I will have our playoff preview for you on the Sports Grid Radio Network and Sirius Channel 204. We're still here. Thanks to our friends at Station Casinos. Scott Farrell is coming up next on the weekend, and we'll have Vegas Hockey Hotline locally for you. Have a great weekend, everybody. Sometimes winning just comes down to attitude. Well, that and listening to us 16 hours a day. Just saying.